All right. Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for listening and welcome to one of my updates, I would say. It's not really an update, not the classical update as I did last time, but uh, it's a thesis update. I told you that I started my thesis and I also promised yesterday that I would want to do some episodes about it, about what changes every every week or so. At the moment, I'm planning on doing like an episode every every week, once a week, so that you have like some kind of follow-up what I'm doing here. And uh, then let's see if something very important happens or something where I'm like, okay, this this needs to be shared, then I will certainly do it more often. But I think once a week is probably a good frequency in that sense. I also noticed yesterday, I think I did something to my microphone and uh, used it differently. Or I don't know what exactly I did wrong, but the sound from yesterday sounds a bit weird. So I hope today everything is back to normal and everything is fine. And um, yeah, exactly. So for the thesis update, just right into it. I think this episode is not going to be so long. It's just just a bit for you to be able to follow me. Yeah, I said that a couple of times now. Wow. <laughs> All right. So thesis update. Um, right now I am in my second week only. So this is the second week that I'm working on it. Um, I started or like the idea of it is to make a theoretical thesis. I'm a big fan of that personally, but this is something everybody has to think about for themselves. I think I said first, maybe I should start differently. I think I've talked about this before on this channel, which is that I am studying chemical and biological engineering actually in Germany. And, um, First of all, we have like a four semester course, which means a four semester master course, which means that I am studying two years from a master and the one and a half, first one and a half years I have exams and then the last half year I have to write a thesis, which is similar to a bachelor thesis. I don't know if everybody of you has to do a bachelor thesis. Actually, I heard in some countries it's not really necessary, but I think in most countries you have to do some kind of thesis, at least in the end. So um, yeah, so that means I'm in my last semester. I'm basically for the entire semester, I'm just writing on this thesis, um, which should be some kind of original research from my side um, with the help of a supervisor. Yeah, basically that, which then in total with my exams gives me my master's of science, hopefully. And I also mentioned that I studied chemical biological engineering before, which is like a really, I would say, yeah, heavy on the natural sciences, obviously, right? It's a it's a mixture of like chemistry, biology, obviously, a lot of physics and um, a lot of subjects for mechanical engineering as well. So I think originally when I signed up for it, I was told that it's like a mixture between mechanical engineering and chemistry, which... Um, it can be, certainly can be, but uh, it's definitely not limited to. So there is a lot of a lot of different fields where you could could work afterwards, and a lot of different fields during the studies, even that you are getting a glimpse into where you, you can actually look into. But overall, it's a very sciencey t- topic, has a lot of mathematics in it and stuff. So just just as an idea of what I'm going to talk about here that you know that my maybe your thesis will look completely different. I'm pretty convinced that it will look completely different for for a lot of you who study something which is not in the field of natural sciences, obviously. Um, so the idea is usually for a master thesis, as far as I know, and of course, it's my first one as well. But um, the, the idea usually is that you have an experimental part where you try to 
yeah, do experiments on a certain topic where you where you are trying to to investigate a certain phenomenon, whatever depends on the topic of your thesis, but you usually have an experimental part and um, do a lot of experiments for a few months, are in the lab, work on that, try to try to get the results that you you want in the best case, right? And then in the end, you have a theoretical part where you describe the phenomenons that you are using in order to, to find something out, in order to investigate something. And um, yeah, then you have hopefully some, some part of where you where you talk about your results, where you do some data science with your results, and uh, try to point out the one thesis that you're trying to prove in your thesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, this is the this is the normal case. This is what most people do. In my case, and I said that before, I also did that for my bachelor thesis. I am writing a theoretical uh, work, which is also possible. Um, and this can be like in several different different ways. Usually theoretical works include a bit more of mathematics because usually you try to describe a phenomenon that um, other people try to try to find out or investigate experimentally right in the lab doing experiments to that and you try to describe that phenomenon uh, with some kind of equations, some kind of a model that you dis that you build for yourself, not a physical model but like a mathematical model. And then try to try to prove assumptions that other people made, and um, yeah, so that's the idea of a theoretical work. It usually goes together with a pretty heavy literature review, where you just collect data from from scientists who have discovered or have investigated a certain problem before, and already gave you a couple of data that they found out in the lab, so that you just have a, basically have a, a database a base for for everything that you're building on top of so that's usually the case so you don't do so many experiments instead you try to find other people's experiments on the web uh, or on, on on science platforms and scientific journals um yeah that basically did experiments before you or simulations depending and um yeah take their data and try to make a mathematical model that you can use the data for and then hopefully validate the data that they have found in their experiments. That would be ideal so that you know that you are on the right track with your mathematical model or your, yeah, usually it's mathematical, but with your model that you're building basically. Um, usually it's also very common is that you, that you, as I said, build some kind of mathematical model. Um, this can be made in, I don't know, from everything from Excel to Python, C++, Java, MATLAB, any kind of programming language. It uh, can be a simulation made in commercial simulation softwares. In my field, CFD softwares, for example, are very common. Um, yeah, so this can be a lot of things. The only like very obvious thing is that you're not doing experiments, but instead of the experiments, you try to build your model and then basically model or simulate an experiment you would usually do and take the data that you got and um, have conclusions based on this on this data that you simulated for yourself. And um, this is also the reason why I took it. It has a couple of reasons, but the, the most obvious one is that I am, um, that I'm just, it's just for me, I think it's much nicer uh, first of all, to to simulate not being able to, uh, not not being 
basically bound to a certain location where your laboratory is, but that you have the, the freedom to work wherever you want to work. You um, can work at university if you want to. You can work at home as long as you have all the programs that you need for it, all the software. And um, I also am a huge fan of describing problems that you can see in, in, in around you and try to describe them in a mathematical way just because I believe that, first of all, since our computing power is getting better and better, I think um, there are huge advantages coming up for, for or not only advantages, but but our, our, our capabilities of simulating things properly will increase a lot, and that will help us a lot by, by not having to just make experiments for everything, which is costly, which is time-consuming and all that, and just basically simulate it in the computer, get data from it, and then take these data to, to work with them, yeah, instead of having these really, really time-consuming experiments before that. And I think it's it's really cool. I, I really enjoy it. I really I think that is also one of the reasons why I started studying what I'm studying right now in the first place, because I I was always impressed if people are, were capable of abstracting things that are happening around us and putting them in some kind of an abstract form which is basically a mathematical equation in many in many cases and show you the mathematical equation and then being able to predict things that are going to happen in the future based on these equations this is something that i think is really cool and probably this is the nerd and me talking definitely here <clears throat> but um yeah so what i'm doing is i'm trying to to write a simulation uh, in matlab and uh, the topic that i'm that I'm covering in my thesis is a, and I'm not sure how specific I should or would want to go into the topic itself actually, but just that you have any idea what I'm doing, I'm trying to simulate a, a yeah, a gas cleaning process, which is in parts um, a, a actual chemical reaction in a reactor and in parts and a so-called adsorption process so where you basically bind a certain substance on the surface area of a solid and by binding it you can basically filter filter it out of a gas stream which is then cleaner when you filter this one component out okay nerd talk and <laughs> so this is what i'm doing i'm um i'm trying to describe this process in a mathematical model and then i'm working together with another research group and this research group is basically building up an actual experimental reactor where we can then validate the experiments or uh, not the experience the data that i generated from my simulation and see if my simulation makes any sense or not and then ideally i will be able to tell these people that are doing the actual experimental part what they can do differently what they can do better in order to obtain better results in order to obtain yeah, better results than they already did, right? So that's the idea. So we're, I'm working very closely together with a lot of other people in this project, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, so this is this is this is it for about what I'm going to do. And my roommates here are extremely loud. This is very sad, but wow. Okay, they're just busting my recording at all. Anyways, um. So let me talk about my first week. So when I when I first arrived into the project, 
I think which is very typical, and I said that before, is doing a literature review. So this is what you will always start doing. I think you need to get an idea of what you're actually doing. So you start reading a lot of scientific publications. You try to get familiar with the topic, see what other research groups has, have done before you, see what the results were, see what, what kind of experiments they did in detail, and... Um, just in general, get an idea of what you're actually doing, right? So just reading a lot, trying to to just understand what other people did before you. And as soon as you did that, you, of course, also try to get a hint or some kind of material where people have done something similar to what you are planning on doing, probably for a different case, from which you can get some, some inspiration or some ideas of how they actually started working on their on their project. How, how did they... How did they attack the problem that they wanted to solve, right? So you basically do a lot of reading. You do a lot of reading. You do a lot of literature re research. And you try to just write down some ideas that you found, mark something, and then slowly but steadily try to get an idea of what you want to do. And not only what you want to do, but only in which order you want to do it, how you want to structure it. What will be your steps, right? So abstract the problem you have as much as possible into certain tiny steps. And um, yeah, that's that's probably my... That was my entire first week. And um, I think it's basically... It's not done for sure. So it's my second week. It's not done. I have a, <clears throat> I have a structure now. I have an idea of what I should cover in my model. How, what, I, what I actually want to model. And... Um, yeah, in a model, it's very often an optimization. And so you need to, first of all, understand what is the one thing that you want to optimize on? Like, what do you want to maximize or minimize, whatever you want to do, right? So this was also definitely a, a decisive step, finding out what is it actually that I want to maximize? What is it that I want to improve by my simulation? And um, yeah, I think this is what I, what I achieved in the first week. So my second week that started two days ago on Monday basically then went ahead and after I made a structure and after I had a rough idea of what I want to implement to my model, thinking about how to actually realize it, right? So I have to code this somehow. So that means I have to first of all understand the equations in to in, in depth. I need to understand what I'm doing and, um, and then I need to think about how you can actually put this into some kind of a programming language, in this case in MATLAB, um, Exactly. So that is my, my second week. My second week basically is all about implementing it and seeing what works. Because only if you actually try to do it yourself, then you see what actually what actually works, right? You have a lot of ideas usually, you have a lot of plans, but if you try to actually do them yourself later on, you will very often realize that what you have planned is not going to work for some reason. And this is very important. It's that That's why I'm also a big fan to just try and start to implement as quickly and as early as possible as soon as you have some kind of an idea of what you want to do just try it out yourself because then you will quickly realize that um, if something works or not and if not you have still have enough time to to adjust to change things talk to your supervisors if if necessary um, which you probably will not have the time for if you are already two months in the project and you have a big master plan but then you see that everything's not going to work and you have to start from scratch. So I'm a huge fan of trying to start and implement as soon as possible, um, which is what I'm trying to do here as well. So first week basically was all about literature review, thinking about what 
I actually want to do, finding out what other people have done in the field before, what already exists, maybe data that already existed. And now second week is all about implementing it into MATLAB and um, seeing what actually works, how it could work, what I have to change. Also, I'm very closely um, working with the people who are doing the actual physical experiment and try to try to get to know them first of all, which is all, of course helpful because you will work with them, but also figuring out what data they can actually deliver me because obviously they are dealing with the actual substance that we're using and this is super helpful if you do not have to calculate everything yourself and model and and of course if you model something a lot of times you will have to take assumptions for something and it's always great if you have someone who can actually give you real life data that you don't have to model so that you have to take less assumptions so I'm also trying to figure out which data I can actually get from them um, that I can then plug into my simulation and don't have to calculate. Yeah, I think so far, um, actually it got longer than I expected it to become. Um, but yeah, this is basically this is basically my first uh, my first two weeks. If you are interested in something specific that I haven't mentioned or want to, yeah, maybe give me give me a tip or something or tell me what I left out what you usually do when you start something like that please get in touch as I said I'm always happy if I hear from you and um, yeah also said I think I will do one of these every week probably not as long as today but today I just wanted to give you like a little overview what I'm doing what is my plan and um, yeah the thesis should in theory last until until uh, April of next week and uh, next year so it's six months and uh, then we will see what happens and you, you will definitely be able to follow around and see if I reached what I wanted to reach now I made it official <laughs> no I mean it's very possible that a lot of the things that I'm now planning on will not be possible in in whatever ways or just too time consuming it's very often the case especially for a thesis that um yeah, that that it would be in theory possible, of course, but you just have a very limited time frame. Even a six month full time sounds like a lot of time. It's actually not really. So yeah, I'm excited myself. I'm really curious what comes out of it. It comes out of it in the end, and um, yeah, I will end this here. I hope this is interesting for you. If you find this interesting. Also, please let me know. Super, super happy to hear that. Or if you think, no, this is completely unnecessary. It just doesn't fit to the whole format. <laughs> then also just just tell me your opinion. It would be super interesting for me to know. Apart from that, I will talk to you tomorrow with another topic again. And until then, I wish you a perfect rest of the day. And see you then. Bye-bye. <laughs>